Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Flacadar Podcast. I'm glad you decided to listen today, and I hope God blesses you with the words that he has laid on my heart for today. So, two things real quick. Well, one thing real quick. This is part one of a two-part lesson. Two things that go hands in hand, really. And it's going to be based out of the book John, I mean, the uh, verse John 3, 30, and it's still going to be songs. And there's today's song is going to be a song by a man named Zach Williams called Less Like Me. It's pretty new. Um, the first time I heard it was like two weeks ago. So there's that. And then next week will be the continuation of this, which is going to be a song by Colton Dixon called More of You. It's an older song but so that's what the next and then the week after is going to be the testimony tuesday so that's what the next three weeks look like and i'm gonna go ahead and pray and then i'm gonna play the song god right now i'm just so thankful for this day and i thank you for jesus god and i just thank you for allowing me to be able to Speak your words in this podcast, God, and I just ask that you would please help us, that we could be attentive to what you would have us to hear. Help me to speak those words and help the listeners to have pure, or to have open hearts, and God, they could just listen to what you would have to say through me. Not my words, but your words, and it's in your name I pray, amen. So, the song for today is Less Like Me, and... Here we go.
so that was Less Like Me by Zach Williams. And Zach Williams has not put out a bad song. That's like his seventh or eighth, maybe even ninth song in a long little while. I don't know how many years he's been out. Three, four years, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, since Chain Breaker, which was his first song, he hasn't had a bad song. Um, But to the main point of this, I'm going to read John chapter 3, verse 30. And that says, He must increase, but I must decrease. And he is, of course, Jesus. And the I in this context is, of course, us. But the man saying this is John the Baptist, which is right when Jesus was first starting his ministry and John the Baptist was being asked, was he the was John the Messiah or Jesus the Messiah? And John said that Jesus was, he wasn't even worthy to, um, unbuckle his sandals. So during all that, and that's verses 22 through 30, the unbuckling the sandal is not in that part, but that is said. And, but John is just saying he's not the Messiah. He must decrease so Jesus can increase. And, the first, part, the first verse of the song, or the first little part of the song says, Oh, I've had days, oh, I have days, I, lo- I lose the fight, try my best, but just don't get it right. So, we, there's going to be days where you feel like you're 10% saved. It's inevitable. There's going to be days where we mess up all the time. <clears throat> days where we just, like, something, just, like you said, just can't get it right. And those can happen often or those can happen pretty far apart. But they're going to happen. And then says, well, I talk a talk that I don't walk and miss the moments right before my eyes. And that helps. I mean, that happens a lot. We become hypocrites. We talk a talk that we don't walk. And that's easy to do because you mean you make one exception and things start sliding from there. And it's it's hard sometimes not to, but we have to we can't we can't prevent from being hypocrite. We can't do that by ourselves, I should say. We can do it with Jesus, but not by ourselves. And miss the moments right before my eyes. Trying to, I don't remember when exactly it was. It was back in January with Keep Me in the Moment by Jeremy Camp. I did it back in January. But we miss so many moments. There's so many times when we could, like the next two little lines say, somebody with a hurt that I could have helped, somebody with a hand that I could have held. By ourselves, we miss those things. We're not in tune to those things. Uh, we Yeah, we see the people, but do we really notice them? And or do we notice them enough to help them and hold them when they need it? And that's us without Jesus. 
And then she says, when I just can't see past myself. People are selfish. We are. Every human being on the face of the earth. From your pastor to anybody you think of as a great Christian man or woman. By themselves, they're selfish. But with Jesus, they're not. And sometimes selfishness is something we have to, I mean, it's always something we have to fight against. But sometimes people have to fight really hard not to be selfish. Some people, a selfless life is easy. But to some it's harder, like I said. And then it says, oh Lord, help me be a little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith. So, Mercy and grace both come from Jesus. And we can, and in kindness, goodness, love, and faith, that is, and then a little more like patience, a little more like peace, that is in Galatians. I'm flipping that right now. 5 20. 2 through 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And Jesus showed us both mercy and grace. Because without that, we would... Not be here. Grace is us getting what we don't deserve. And mercy is along those same lines. I heard a great definition of the two. And it has slipped my mind. I'm sure it will come back to me later after I've already stopped recording. But if it comes back to me, I'll put it in the episode description. If I don't think of it before. But grace is us getting what we don't deserve. And... Mercy is basically us not getting what we deserve because we deserve hell. And Zach, the songwriter, um, is asking to be a little more like mercy, a little more like grace, a little more like kindness, goodness, love, and faith, a little more like patience, a little more like peace, a little more. And so those things. Mercy, grace, kindness, goodness, love, faith, patience, and peace. All eight of those things. There's only one person that has all of those in a perfect way. And that's the next line. A little more like Jesus, a little less like me. So, I don't want to hit too much on the little more like Jesus today. Because that's that's next week's, but... Today, just talking about being less like ourselves, being less like the people that talk a talk that we don't walk and miss the moments right before our eyes. Because we have to be less like ourselves because we are sinners in need of a Savior who is Jesus. And 
ourselves are dirty. I mean, Romans 3.23 says that for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. And just 13 verses before that in Romans 3.10, it says no one is good. No, not one. So we're not good. And that's why we need to be a little bit less like ourselves. Not a little bit less, a whole lot less like we are and a whole lot more like Jesus. And then it says, yeah, there's no denying I have changed because I've been saved from who I used to be. So there's no denying that we've been changed. If you're a Christian, there's, there shouldn't be any denying that you've been saved but because you're changed. You're not the same person you were. You're less like yourself. <clears throat> Sorry about that. If you're not m- more like Jesus and less like your old self a year than you were a year ago today, something's wrong. Because even if you're the same, as you were, like exactly the same, nothing's changed. That's still regressing because you haven't learned more and that same knowledge can't sustain you forever. So, and then it says, but even at my best, I must confess, I still need help to see the way you see. And that is awesome. Even at our best, when we feel like we're super Christians, when we feel like, oh, no sin can tempt me. When we feel like <clears throat> we are just the top dog in the Christian faith. We st- we never are because we're sinners. We still need help to see the way God sees. Because there's no way we can do that without Him. And then it goes back into the somebody with a hurt that I could have helped. Somebody with a hand that I could have held. When I just can't see past myself, oh Lord, help me be. And then we go back into the chorus. And then it says, oh, I want to feed the beggar on the street. Now, I think this can be taken literally. Like literally feeding the beggar on the street. Giving the poor man on the street food. Or, I heard it's, I've heard it said that one person telling another person about church and inviting them to church is like one person telling or one beggar telling another beggar where the bread is. So maybe it's helping them in their spiritual walk or maybe it's literally giving them the food. I don't know, but the next line is really important. Love to be your hands and feet. Freely give what I receive. So this is just being the Lord's hands and feet. And there's tons of passages that Jesus speaks of this, about helping the poor. In fact, in Matthew 25, at the end time prophecies, he talks about what you did to the least of these. And it says that, turn in there, right now, it basically says at the end of time, when I say depart from me because I never knew you for you saw me hungry, naked, thirsty, in prison, and he didn't tend to me. That's paraphrasing. That's not exactly right. Then you can't come into heaven. And this isn't works-based. This is our actions after we're saved. But it says, then they say, when did we see you in those positions and not help you? And Jesus says, what you did to the least of these, you also did to me. 
That's and what you did not do to the least of these. That's what you did not do to me. That's found in Matthew twenty five thirty one through forty six. But what we do to these people just shows what we how we are. Because how can we say we love God and not love people? The two go hands in hand. And then it says, freely give what I receive. <clears throat> I mean, the rich young ruler. Jesus said for him to give all that he had. And her, the rich young, rich young ruler says, how can I be saved? And he said, give all you have to the poor and follow me. And the rich young ruler didn't like that. And he left. And I don't remember exactly where that is. I'm trying to flip to find that. But um, it's so easy. It's in um, Matthew 19, starting in verse 16 and going all the way to the end of that chapter, verse 30. Um, But we... It's so easy to let other things become our become our God. And money is one of those things. So if we're freely giving what we've been blessed because it's not ours, then that's just one way to be a little bit less like ourselves. And then, Lord, help me, help me be. I want a friendship first above all else. Love my neighbor as myself in the moments no one sees. Lord, help me be. So... That's, of course, Lord, help me be more like you. More like mercy, grace, kindness, goodness, love and faith, patience, peace, and then Jesus. Um, But back up to the top there. Help us be, or not to the top, but the bridge, like, um... I want a friendship first above all else. Love my neighbor as myself. So that is, of course, also found in the Bible. That is found in Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40 say, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love the you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So none of these things that he mentions in this bridge are like us. So that's why we have to be less like ourselves because ourselves are terrible people. And there's a process called sanctification that makes us less like ourselves. And then says, even in the moments no one sees. So even when we're in the quiet of our room and no one sees us, we're still called to be less like ourselves and more like Jesus. So then it repeat, repeats the chorus and it says a little more. One thing it adds in that is a little more of living everything I preach. So everything, like living what we preach. If you preach it, you should live it out. 
if you say it, your actions should back it up. And no one should ha- will have to wonder, huh, wonder if they mean what they preach or mean what they do. So we have to be less like ourselves because we're hypocrites. We're dirty, rotten sinners. And I know this has been kind of beating up, but the, but next week's is really important because we can be less like ourselves all we want to and be more like our friend down the road. But if we're not less like ourselves and replacing that with being more like Jesus, then we're just spinning our wheels. So we have to be less like ourselves. And I'm going to go ahead and pray and then move into closing thoughts. God, right now, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for everything you've given me, God. And I thank you for Jesus and podcast, God. And I just ask you, please help us to be less like ourselves, but not stop there, but be more like you in everything we do, God. Help us to love you and live for you in everything we do. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. So, this morning, when I was doing my quiet time, I read a verse in Genesis, Genesis 23, verses 5 and 6. The Hittites answered Abraham, Hear us, my Lord, you are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the choice, in the, um, choiciest of your of our tombs none of us will withhold from you this his tomb to hinder you from burying your dead so basically what's happened here abraham is in the lands of canaan and his wife sarah dies and god promised abraham the land of canaan in genesis 12 no, Genesis seventeen eight, and then he promises him the that land also in Genesis twelve seven, Genesis thirteen fourteen through seven, and Genesis fifteen eighteen through twenty one. He's promised all these lands, and Canaan is one of them. And his people, all his ancestors, are going to rule them. And this is just God allowing them to get one step closer into Canaan. But today. My, what stuck out to me in my quiet time was that he still thought of Abraham as a godly man. And then there's also a few chapters earlier, back in chapter 21, verse 22, a man named Ambalek tell or a king named Ambalek tells Abraham that he can tell God's with him. And this Ambalek was the same man that... Abraham and Sarah said they were brother and sister too. And that was the second time that it happened. They did it they only did it to Ambalek once though. But that for God to still use Abraham after doing that twice, not trusting God twice and saying his wife was his sister. And we're all sinners, but if David can be a man after God's own heart and Abraham can be a man after God's own heart, that should encourage us in everything we do that, yes, we should strive to live for God and not sin. But that should encourage us that even though we are sinners, 
that God can still use us. And that's not a license too soon. And it's actually con- um, condemning sin in itself. Because God can still use us, but yet He doesn't want us to sin. So, we have to, when we sin, repent of that sin, but not get caught up in living in it. And not get caught up in the guilt of it. Because, or not guilt, but we should be guilt. We should be guilty of our sin. But we shouldn't dwell on the past on our past sins. Because we can still be used and still be men and women of God. No no matter what's happened in the past. All that matters is the present and us being less like Jesus. And as we're going to finish it off next week with... I mean, no, sorry. I just messed that up so bad. I am so sorry. Less like ourselves, not less like Jesus. That is the Satanist version of the podcast. <laughs> less like ourselves and more like Jesus next week. So... I'm really looking forward to the next two weeks on the podcast. I know that I pray next week will be good. And I know the week after will be good with special guest and co-host Jackson. So, to surprise who the special guest is. But um, anyway, I hope you have a great week. And I won't, see you, I won't be podcasting until... Two days after Valentine's Day, so I hope you have a happy Valentine's Day, and I love you guys. Goodbye.